afternoon, Tom. Afternoon, George. Evening's a drawing in again today. Ah. Shouldn't be too dark for a walk on Sunday afternoon. Well, there ain't many out today in this wind. No, I'll tell you who I did see up the hill, though. Oh. Them two from Floggett's, Gert and Daisy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we present Floggett's with Joan Sims, Hugh Paddock, Ronnie Barker, Iris Vandeleur, Ron Moody, Peter Hawkins, and Elsie and Doris Waters. This wind is cold. Oh, come off it, Daisy. What could be nicer than England on an autumn day? Well, the south of France, Italy, Spain and Australia, I should think. Daisy, where's your patriotism? Frozen stiff like the rest of me, Gert. <laughs> oh, we'll turn back soon. Perhaps the wind will drop. I mean, if it doesn't, I will. I'll tell you what, though, Gert. I think this wind's got rid of my cold. Has it? Good. Yes, I think I've got flu now. Oh, dear. <laughs> come on, then. Let's go back. It's getting dark. But I'm enjoying the fresh air, you know. Mm, it'll do. Yes, <gasps> Well, it's not doing you much good. What are you on about? <coughs> with, a, with a cough like that, you ought to be in bed. <laughs> it's not me. It's that horse in the field. Look, just behind the edge. He ought to be in bed. But horses don't go to bed, Gert. By the time they get their shoes off, it'll be time to get up. <coughs> <laughs> well, I bet he's been sleeping out in the open. That's probably where he got the cough, then. <coughs> That's not big enough for a horse, Gert. It's a Shetland pony. Look, it's all shaggy. I never knew they made noises like that. Let's see. Daisy, it's a dog. Here, boy, here. Come on, good boy. Oh! Gert, I know you love animals, but what's the idea of rolling round on the road with him? It's not my idea, it's his. Well, get up. I can't, he's sitting on my chest. Get up. Oh, dear, oh, dear, now he's licking my face. It's like washing with wire wool. <laughs> that means he likes you. Well, I'm not very fond of him. Get him off. Just a minute. I know what. I've got some biscuits in my bag. Here, boy, here. Biscuits. Biscuits. Look, watch it. Lummy, they've all gone. Ooh, I <clears> say. <throat> you mean he's eaten all the chocolate fingers? Yes, hang on. Oh, it's all right. I thought he'd had a couple of mine as well. <laughs> well I think he must be ravenous. Yes, well, come on, Gert. Let's get away quick. I don't like the way he's looking at you. Come on. You know, Daisy, I've got a feeling that dog was lost. Oh, well, it'd be a shame to lose a nice animal like that. You know, I wish I had one. <coughs> I think you've got one. <laughs> Take a look, he's following us. Or perhaps he's just going our way. Stand still and let him go past us. Don't look at him. <laughs> <laughs> What's tickling you? He is. He's licking the back of my neck. <laughs> Get down. Daisy, now you've annoyed him. How do you know? Well, he's chewing your handbag. Here, stop that. Give it here. Come on. Oh, he wants to play. Well, I don't. Get rid of him, Gert. Throw a stick. Oh, no, I don't want to hurt him. No, I mean throw a stick for him to run after so that we can get away. All right, oh. Marvellous. That's gone all of five feet. <laughs> Why didn't you go with the Olympic team? They never asked me. Oh, give it here. Come on. Now, go on. Go on, fetch it. Quick, fetch. Fetch, fetch. Not you, Gert. Come back. <laughs> I meant the dog. Well, he never took any notice of it. Look, Gert, when animals won't obey you, there's only one thing to do. Be firm and show them who's boss. Now watch. Go home. Go on. Just a minute. Go on. Go home. There you are. What do you mean? Well, he's established he's boss. <laughs> <laughs> now we can go home. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
no, let's get in and have a cup of tea. I wonder where that dog went in the end. Oh, oh no. no. Where is he? Switch the light on. I can't see him. He's out here in the kitchen. Well, how did he get in? Through that hole in the back door. There is no hole in the back door. Isn't there? You come and have a look. <laughs> he must have walked right through it. Isn't he strong? Yes, he is. <laughs> what are we going to do with him? Come here, boy. Come on. Come here. Come on. Oh, there. You pleased him. He's wagging his tail. <laughs> Yes. Well, that saved us the trouble of clearing the table. <laughs> now, listen here, horrible. I don't know where you come from, but you're not going to stay here. Oh, you've upset him. He sounds unhappy. Sounds like the Queen Mary entering harbour. <laughs> it looks like it, too. All right, all right. But, God, he can't stay here. Daisy, we can't send him out in the cold. I wouldn't set a dog out on a night like this, let alone... Oh, a... all right. Oh, right. No, look, look, we'll let him stay the night, but in the morning we'll hand him over to Constable Harris. Right. Now, go on, boy, then. Lie down. Lie down. Lie down. That's it. Oh, let's have a sit down ourselves. I'm tired. I know. Well, we've had a long day. Oh, oh dear, 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 dear. yeah? Do you get dizzy on nights? No. Why? Well, somebody's got to climb over that dog and poke the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll clear the breakfast things, Daisy. Mrs. Floggett, Mrs. Floggett. Mrs. Floggett. What is it, Cyril? There's a big dog in the shop. Oh, why don't you serve him? All right, I'll go. Yeah, you're joking at me again, aren't you? Ah, <laughs> that's right. Anyway, there's no need to serve him. He's helping himself. Oh, good. Eh? It's the chocolate biscuits he seems keen on. He's hardly touched the cream ones. He just sniffed them and then walked on them. But for goodness sake, Gert, come and help me stop him. He's your friend. <laughs> Boy, horrible. Horrible. Yes, Mrs. Floggett? I mean the dog. <laughs> oh, is that his name? I'll get confused because that's what Dad called me. Horrible. Stop eating those biscuits. They're bad for you. Oh, Daisy is still hungry. Perhaps he wants some meat. Well, there's no dog food. I know. Give him a tin of corned beef. Uh, morning, ladies. Oh, morning, oh, Constable Harris. Well, the wife said you wanted to see me. So this is the animal, eh? Some Bernard, eh? Yes, have you heard of anybody losing one? Oh, no, don't get many strays around here. Mind you, I remember once... Here we uh, go, Gert. I remember once old Charlie... Oh. I, I told you about him, haven't I? You told us about him? We could write his life story. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, he was sergeant here before he retired, you know. And one day, somebody brought in a bloodhound what was lost, you see. <laughs> Give him another tin, Gert. Mr. Harris, yeah, look... well, nobody claimed his blood. You see, so Charlie asked him if he could have it. He thought it might come in handy. One day, believe it or not, it did. <laughs> Another tin, Gert. Mr. Harris, You see, somebody broke into Grubbit's farm and pinched 30 bob. It had been left in a cocoa tin on the mantelpiece. Like. <laughs> oh, no, there's Another tin. Silly habit, you know, leaving money lying around in a cocoa tin. So Charlie got this blood out, you see, took it up to the farm, let it smell the tin, and off they went. Gone for a week, they were. Did it lead into the thief, then? No. Took him to a cocoa factory near Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> Another tin, Miss Gert. Well, you keep me here nattering, or you haven't told me what you wanted. Oh, damn it. Look, never mind the bloodhounds. Can you take care of this dog down at the police station? Oh, well, that depends if you hand him over to me. Oh, right. Then we hand him over to you. Right. I can't take him. Why? Oh, I've got nowhere to keep him. Haven't you got a kennel at the station? Oh, yeah, but that moment it's full of my chrysanthemum cuttings. Oh. 
Well, where do you normally keep lost dogs? Well, usually in the house, but what with a wife, sister, and her five kids and her mother coming down tomorrow, there isn't any room for horrible. Well, can't you let him sleep in your woodshed? Oh, I'm afraid not. I'm sleeping in there myself. You know? Oh, yeah. But I'll go and phone Strawberries. I'll collect him in the van on Friday. In the meantime, he'll be happier with you. He might be happy, but what about us? He's eating ten bobs worth of corned beef already. <coughs> uh, I bet that pleases you, don't it? Shows he's healthy. <laughs> Cheerio, then. I tell you what, Gert. It'll be cheaper to let Mr. Harris have horrible, and we'll take his sister-in-law and the five kids. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could manage this dog, Daisy. I can't do a thing with it. It's good practice, Gert. Once you've handled horrible, you'll have no trouble with Wally. Oh, I wish I could train him. Who, Wally? No, I mean horrible. He'd make a good house dog. You can tell as soon as somebody comes in the shop. Yes, he dives under the table and starts whimpering. <laughs> See? Yes. Oh, lummy, it's enough to make anybody whimper. It's Mr. Niggle. Morning, ladies. Hello, Mr. Niggle. What can we do for you? Well, I just come in for... Hello, that's a fine-looking animal you've got there. Well, it might be nice-looking, but he's a bit simple. He won't do a thing we tell him. Just doesn't seem to understand. Oh, that's not surprising. It's a St. Bernard. Probably doesn't speak English. <laughs> hasn't said a word of anything so far. No, 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 no. I mean, he perhaps doesn't understand English. He comes from Switzerland, you know. Well, what should we do then, yodel? Oh, no, no. <laughs> In Switzerland, they speak three languages. But all at once? No, no, no. Different parts. Some parts speak French, some Italian, and some German. Oh, well, which part do you think Horrible comes from? Well, that, ladies, is something we shall have to ascertain. Mm. Fortunately, I have an expert knowledge of all three tongues. Um, you ought to have. You've had enough tongues out of our shop. Lamb's tongues, ox tongues, a lot. Now, there's no need to be insulting. I'm only trying to help. Well, go on. I shall first address the animal in a few selected phrases in French. And I'd like you ladies to watch closely for any reaction. All right, Mr. Niggle. You carry on and we'll watch the dog. Right. Bonjour, monsieur. <laughs> Comment allez-vous? Voulez-vous promenade avec moi? Now then, did he show any signs of recognition? Well, he sort of blinked a couple of times. <laughs> he didn't wag his tail, did he? <laughs> You'll know when he wags his tail. It clears everything off the table. <laughs> now I'll try him with some Italian. Ready? Yes. Bueno minestrone vino signor. <laughs> Morte grazie bono. Any response? Well, he looked up. Try a bit more. More? Oh, well, wait a minute then. Now then, uh, yeah. Spaghetti Bolognese. Ravioli <laughs> Napoli Sorrento. Gina Lola Brigida, so there. <laughs> oh, look out, Daisy, he's rolling over. It was that last bit that did it. Do you think he understands? Well, if he understands about Lola Brigida, there's nothing much else we can teach him. Say <laughs> so he was rolling over. Oh, I wonder if that proves something. Well, it, it depends. What did you tell him to do? I don't know. I only speak the language. I can't translate it. <laughs> well, he seems to have gone off to sleep now. Oh, well, of course, Italian's a very restful language. I'll rouse him up with a bit of German. Go on, then. Achtung, Achtung! Rauken verboten! Donner und Blitzen! Swinehund! Kamerad! Stop him! Stop him! Tell him to stop him! What happened? You're going to stop Honestly, Gert, that niggle. Half an hour of barking before he can find the German word for shut up. Mm. And on top of that, he charges us two guineas for interpretation, translation, and a tatty old German phrase book with half the pages missing. Let's have a look at it, Gert. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is what we want. Phrases for every emergency. <laughs> oh, listen to this. Pray assist me, Burgermaster. My aunt has fallen from our horseless carriage. <laughs> dear, dear. 
Then it says, make haste, Burgomaster. Her clothes have ignited themselves of the engine. <laughs> then what? Oh, lazy Burgomaster, your idleness have caused her untimely end. <laughs> Poor old soul, what a shame. What's next? Hang on, I'll turn over. Oh, here. Her blank, I am enamoured of your elder daughter and would take her in wedlock. Oh, love a duck. His aunt's only been dead five minutes and he's knocking about with strange women already. <laughs> here, is there anything in there we can say to a dog? <laughs> well, not unless he wants to marry her blank's daughter. <laughs> Oh, hello, Mr. Bell. Good morning, ladies. Tinkle, tinkle. George Bell rides again. Oh, Mr. Bell, you do look cold. Yes, he's very nippy out. I'm one of the bluebells. <laughs> it is cold. Blue bell, you see. <laughs> yes, we're going round without a coat in this weather. You're not a bluebell, you're a dumbbell. <laughs> yeah, very funny, very funny. Now then. Before you I'm... start, Mr. Bell, do you know any German? German? Yes. Oh, yes, I used to know quite a bit. Can't remember much now. Well, let's think now. What is it? What about this? Here. Helfen Sie mir bitte, Herr Bürgermeister. Meine Tante ist von einem Wagen und fährt heruntergefallen. Marvellous. What does it mean? It means, uh, pray assist me, Bürgermeister. My aunt has fallen from a... Oh, <laughs> What's the idea, then? Well, we're looking after a dog. Looking after a dog? Oh, yes. well, you're locked in. I've got just the stuff here. Canine cologne, the dog shampoo. You must have seen it on the telly. You know, if your dog's friendless all on his own, spends all his time completely alone, he'll have the attraction of a ham bone after one dip in canine cologne. Has anybody ever told you you've got a nice voice? No, I can't say they have. I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, seriously, ladies, this stuff's marvellous. One bath in this and he'll be a new dog. Now, does it, does it really work? What? A friend of mine had a bad-tempered spaniel once. Put it in the bath of this stuff, changed him completely. When he came out, he was a bad-tempered bulldog. <laughs> oh, all right. Look, we'll have a few bottles of that. Old Horrible probably needs them. Right, Alan. Now, how's his appetite? <clears throat> Shocking. Oh, you want something to stimulate it? No, no, no we don't. No. The thing here. Try him with Yappy, the food that dogs can't resist. What's it made from? Well, I don't know exactly, but uh, have you ever wondered what happens to those part-time postmen after Christmas? <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> no, I'm only joking, ladies. It's made from very good quality meat. This firm does all the animal foods, you know. They put out a new line in cat food. What is it? Canaries. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, I don't think we'll bother. Right, then. I'll be on my way. I've got to call it the old red lion. I've got to go over there very urgent. Why? I'm thirsty. Cheerio, pickle, pickle. <laughs> How much is that dog in the window? The one with his ears on the floor. How much is that action? Oh, here we are then, the old red lion. Don't be to be love. Pull us apart, will you? Hello, Mr. Bell. Yeah, you look a bit peeved. What's up? It's that man over there. He's annoying me. Why? What's he doing? Well, he's been in here an hour and he hasn't looked at me once. <laughs> Perhaps he's shy. Well, he must be shy. I've whistled at him three times. <laughs> Didn't he look round? Well, I think he tried to, but the lady with him pulled his head back. Good. <laughs> Spoil sport. Still, you've got plenty of boyfriends, do you? Oh, I know, but you never... Fine, please. Just a minute, I'm talking. Yes, you know, I went out with a very odd chap a while back, never said a word all night, just sat there running his fingers through my hair. Go on. Did you ever see him again? Yes, the next day in Strawbridge Market selling hairpins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the nicest chaps I ever knew was a poet. Funny-looking chap, but beautiful spoken. Oh, yes? Yes. One night he said to me, Greta, my heart is bleeding. I keep proposing to you without a veil. Oh? What did you say? I said, perhaps if you wear one next time, I might say yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course you Fine, know. please. Oh, control yourself, do. <laughs> yes, you know, he had been 
wealthy, you know, but he lost all his money in the city. Oh, stocks and shares? No, he had a hole in his overcoat pocket. Because <laughs> last month, you know, Alma arranged for me to meet a boyfriend of hers on a blind date. Oh, where do you recognise him then? Well, she told me to look out for a man wearing a big black patch. Over his eye? No, on the seat of his trousers. <laughs> oh, he was distinguished. Yes. Oh, by the way... Mind, to... please. Oh, don't get excited. Don't. <laughs> Mr. Bell, I was wondering if you had any really nice Christmas cards. Yeah, I've got a sample or two here. What about this one? This would suit you to the only boy I've ever loved. Oh, lovely. I'll have four dozen. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll drop me next trip. I'm off now. Cheerio. Tickle, tickle. Pine, please. All right, Tom, I'll look after you now. Well, you do better look after yourself. Come you over here. Oh, and I'll... Thank heavens for room to move. What have we done with Audible then, Daisy? I let him take Cyril for a walk. Mind, he's not barking so much, but I think he's brooding over something. Oh. Mrs. Floggett, Mrs. Floggett, I know you'll never forgive me, but he's gone. Who? Audible? Yeah. Where did he go? He didn't say. He just ran off. Oh, Cyril, that's the best bit of news we've heard for years. Oi, you two. Oh, lummy, old mother butler. What do you want? You've gone too far this time. It's a diametrical liberty. Well, what are you on about? Do you know there's a wild animal in our house? That's a fine thing to say about Mrs. Smead. I didn't mean that. <laughs> oh, well, we already knew you were in there. I mean that dog of yours. It's in our house. Emma's nearly going out of her head, and she wants it removed. Yes, she'd look better without her head. <laughs> None of your sauce. I'd just finished cooking the dinner when the great brute rushed in and scoffed a lot. Oh, he'll eat anything. It's a bit simple. <laughs> if he's staying with you, he must be stark raving mad. What? Well, what are you going to do about it? Emma's worried stiff. Where is he? He's lying on our sofa half asleep. Well, why should that worry Emmy? She's underneath him. <laughs> oh, lummy, give me the phrase book, Gert. You look after the shop, eh? Poor Emma, she'll never be the same. Pity he didn't sit on you, then. Very funny. Now, wipe your big feet before you come in. Hurry up, he's probably at her by now. Emma, Emma, are you still there? That chance I've got to be in anywhere else. I can't move. Oh, love O'Reilly, are you all right, Emma? No, I'm not, and I'm suffocating. <laughs> I don't want to cause no ill feeling, but I was insisting. All right. <laughs> all right, Emma. Yeah, wait a minute, let's have a look in the book. You are awkward, Emmy. Why couldn't you have fallen out of a horseless carriage? I know what to say, then. Oh, yeah. Oh, a common see, common see. Here, mind your language in this house. That's German. <laughs> this is no time to teach the dog foreign languages. Get him out. Oh, hurry up, please. It is so hot under here. All right. All right, Emma, we'll turn the electric fire out. Look, Mrs Butler, have you got any chocolate biscuits? Yes, but we didn't invite you in here for tea. Not for me, not for me, for the dog. There's some on the mantelpiece. Right, all right, here we are. Come on, Horrible. Chocky Bicky, Chocky Bicky. Oh, that's better. Now, go on home, boy, go on. Thank you, Mrs Floggett, because it was uncomfortable and you did have a funny smell. <laughs> well, he didn't before he come in here. I suppose we'll have to have the whole place fumigated now. About time. Perhaps you ought to have the dog done now he's been in here. How dare you. That animal's given poor Emma the trembles. Ought to be destroyed. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. She's only a bit shaken. Listen, <laughs> you're troublemaking. Now, steady this here, steady. Now, don't you start on me, you nosy old faggot. You can't call me names. Can't I? I've got some I've been saving up specially for you. Watch it. Listen to this one for a start. 
Mrs. Floggett, Mrs. Floggett, come back in the shop quick. Cyril, what's the matter now? It's horrible. He came dashing into the kitchen and now he's lying down in front of the fire. Well, what's wrong with that? Miss Gert's underneath him. Oh. <laughs> you know, Gert, I can't think what's wrong with that dog. He's done nothing but mope around the shop all day. Oh, perhaps he said something to offend him. He's off his food as well. I know. All he's had today is three pounds of chocolate biscuits and he won't touch his bully beef. Perhaps we ought to get him a vet. If he won't eat bully beef, he won't eat a vet. <laughs> oh, Gert, don't be so epidildoc. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies. Hello, Mr. Niggle. What can we do for you? Oh, ladies, I've been discussing your dog with Cyril. And I've come to the conclusion he's out of condition. Oh, we're not worried about Cyril. It's the dog we're thinking of. Oh, well, in that case, I think I can help you. Remember, whenever you're in trouble, there's always Niggle. Yes, you mean whenever there's Niggle, we're always in trouble. No, I'll just give the dog a brief examination. Here, Mr. Niggle, apart from raising young Cyril, what do you know about dumb animals? Ladies, do you realise that during the war I was attached to the veterinary corps? As a vet? No, no, no. It runs short of guinea pigs. And they experimented on you? Yes, and it's my proud boast that I've had four diseases that can only happen to rabbits. <laughs> now then. Come and see here, Audible. Yeah. Well, all his legs is there. Wait a minute, though. Got another one at the back. Mr. Niggle, that's his tail. Oh, oh yes, so it is. Well, uh, well, his nose is wet. Yes, he's lost his anky. <laughs> Ladies, I think I have put my finger on the trouble. It's psychosomatic. What? Psychosomatic. The trouble is entirely in his mind. Would that account for the smell as well? No, no, no. He's suffering from delusions. Oh, that's probably why he curled up on Emmy's lap. He thought he was a Pekingese. <laughs> he imagines he's Hill, so he is Hill. The root of the trouble is he's homesick. Well, there's no home more sick of him than this one. No, 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 no. He's pining for his natural habitat, the snowy slopes of the helps. There's only one solution. What's that? Don't you worry, it's very simple. I bet it's going to help us, Gert, and I bet it costs us a few bob. No, I can help you, ladies. Of course, it'll cost a few bob. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear, what are you going to do now? Well, with the help of young Cyril, I shall construct in your back garden a miniature Switzerland, complete with mountains, chalets, crevasses, and a cuckoo clock. <laughs> Mr. Neagle, are you potty? Gert, what a silly question. Of course he is. All right, ladies, if that's the way you feel. But if that dog's delusions grow worse and he ends up in a padded kennel, it'll be your own fault. Oh, oh, oh! See what I mean? He thinks he's David Whitfield already. <laughs> Mr. Nickel, we are sorry for the animal, but of all the daft ideas you've ever had, that's the daftest. And you're not building a miniature Switzerland in our garden, and that's final. Well, Daisy, you must admit our garden does make a lovely Switzerland. I tell you, Gert, I still wouldn't have given away if Horrible's yowling hadn't started to sound like rock around the clock. Well, let's take him out and see what he thinks of old Niggles' idea. Now then, Cyril, Dad, stop loafing about on Mont Blanc and pass me up the Matterhorn. <laughs> What's that, Daddy? Them two cheese chests down there. Oh, hello, ladies. Nearly finished. What do you think of it? Well, it's all right. What's that old tin bath full of water? Tin bath? Please, that's Lake Geneva. <laughs> well, what's the water gushing out at the end? Niagara Falls? Oh, that's a hole in the bath. I've done everything to simulate realism. Yeah, what's Cyril doing creeping about up there? Smuggling watches over the frontier? Where? <laughs> Cyril, come down off the Jungfrau at once. All right, then. And stop scuffling your ears about your start of avalanche. <laughs> Dear Mr. Niggle, I've heard of people living in a world of their own, but it's the first time I've heard of anyone building one. Thank you. 
Do you realise I've made the whole thing out of soapboxes and tea chests? Yes, Mr. Niggle, that's just what it looks like. And what's all this torn-up newspaper in the barrel? That lady's is snow. Every half hour, Cyril will stand on a chair and sprinkle it about whilst yodeling. <laughs> Give him a demonstration, Cyril. Get that bucket of snow. Now up on the chair. Now start yodeling. Yodeling, yodeling. Right, right. Now throw the snow. Ooh. Dad, next time, take it out of the bucket first. <laughs> well, Mr. Niggle, you've gone to an awful lot of trouble, but Audible doesn't seem very impressed by it. Well, of course not. There's still one vital element missing. What's that? Well, naturally, the beast won't feel really at home till he has a little barrel round his neck full of brandy. Oh, no. Now, look, Daisy, we've gone so far, we might just as well go through with it. We'll use the bottle from the medicine chest. Come on, Audible. Righto, ladies. I'll just make the final preparations. More expense, Gert. This will teach you to speak to strange dogs without an introduction. Come on, Audible, over here. Now then. That's right. Let's get this round your neck. Now, stop still. I'm not going to hurt you. <coughs> all right, all right, all right. Stop, stop still. struggling with him, Gert. You look as though you're doing a St. Bernard waltz. Oh, <laughs> That's all right now. He's ready now. Open the door. Here, Gert. Hold his collar. Don't let him out there with that brandy. Why? Well, I've just realised what Nigger was up to. He's laying out there on his cardboard mountain, covered in paper snow, and listen to him. Help! Brandy! I'm lost! Brandy! Send us a Bernard! Brandy! Over here, little doggy! <laughs> Nearly time to close the shop, Gert. And old Audible's as miserable as ever. Hmm. Well, Niggle's idea didn't do much good. You know, I think he takes his ideas too far, Gert. Why? Well, Cyril's just been in to say his dad's laid up with frostbite and exposure. <laughs> now there's someone at the, in the shop. I'll go, Dace. Good evening, Fräulein. I am from the Polizei man hearing that you, a large dog, in the shop are keeping. Yes, yes. Well, um, just a minute. Um, Daisy, there's a tiny little bloke in the shop about four feet nothing, and he's talking foreign. Oh, tell him we haven't got any, and we're expecting some in next week. No, no, Daisy, no. <laughs> Look, you come and see what he wants. I do. Um, good evening, Mr... Burgermaster. Um... Herr Burgermaster. Oh, Daisy, it's him. Here, why didn't you go and help that old lady in the horseless carriage? Was? Gert, now, now what can we do for you? My little dog is lost, and I hear that here in this shop he has himself found. Well, if he's yours, you're welcome to him. You don't have to kneel down. I am not kneeling down. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, Fräulein. His brothers and sisters will be pleased once more again to see him. Brothers and sisters? Yeah, well, yeah, seven more of them I have. Lum, you mean you have seven St. Bernards? Yeah, 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 it is not difficult. My flat has two rooms. Oh, well, he's all yours. <laughs> Go on, take him away. By the way, what's his real name? His name is King Otto IV of Bavaria, Bohemia and Schleswig-Holstein. Oh, I wonder he's fond of chocolate biscuits. Ladies, <laughs> how for finding him repayment can I make? Just take him away. Danke. Danke schön. Advancing ladies, if ever in Switzerland, stranded in the snow you are, just mention my name to any St. Bernard. Auf Wiedersehen. Well, Daisy, that's the last of Audible. Oh, I mean, uh, King Otto IV, thank goodness. You know, I don't know how a little man like that could manage that big dog on a leash. Oh, you haven't got him on a leash, Gert. He's riding him. <laughs> Oh, what a day. I'm dead beat. Oh, put the light out, Gert. Let's get some sleep. Yes. Poor old King Otto the Fourth. 
I know he was a nuisance, but he was a nice nuisance, and I don't think I'll ever forget him. No, neither will, neither will I. There's so many things to remember him by, mm. isn't there? A hole in the door, the broken crockery, the mm. chewed up hearth rug. <laughs> oh, well, he's gone now. Let's get some sleep. Mm. Daisy, did you hear that? Yes, but it can't be. Sounds like it to me. I'm going to have a look. Is it King Otto the Fourth? It is. And that's not the worst of it. He's brought King Otto the First, Second and Third with him. You've been listening to Foggits with Elsie and Doris Waters, Joan Sims, Hugh Paddock, Ronnie Barker, Iris Vandeleur, Ron Moody and Peter Hawkins. The script was by Terry Nation, John Junkin and Dave Freeman, and this recorded production was by Bill Gates.